Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. It's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash up. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. At Star. A recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Friday, April 
tweet out about the dolphins so everybody could see that that was actually a true story that people in texas actually tried to ride dolphins ride on the death but anyway just because it came up this is what's going on guys nothing's going on with the banks nobody and i don't care what some other guru told you none of these banks are on alert for the weekend i'm just keeping it real with you Nobody's been notified. Nobody's on standby. They're not on any mild restriction, anything, because everybody is of the same mind. Nothing is about to happen. You know, and that's okay. We're okay with that. Because we know, or we should know by now, nothing is going to happen until at least after May the 7th. Now, I've been saying the 15th. But the end of uh, Ramadan, I think they said it's the 29th for some people. It's the 30th for others. And the end of the EID is supposed to be on the 7th. So I don't foresee, I'm not hearing about, and I don't expect anything to happen prior to that. And here's why. Things are good, though. I don't want anybody to think they aren't good because things are absolutely good. A couple of things that are being announced. Uh, the framework is still trying to put together a deal before that time frame. And I say that because they're meeting with everybody, their groups, they keep coming up with different proposals. The only problem is Sadar is not hearing any of them because he said, I'm giving you your 40 days. You got 40 days to do whatever you're going to do and make it happen. Where they are publicly announcing, they cannot make it happen without him. So Don never said he could do it without them. But they are saying that they can't do it without him because they want everybody included in the government is their rationalization. Um, but we know they're trying to just say they're on that. But what they are doing is something that a bunch of you have been waiting for, and a bunch of people who are no longer here were waiting for five, ten years ago, and that is making public statements about the situation in Iraq, about how much money they have in their reserves. They're talking about the white paper, and I'll get into details with it. They're talking about the budget. They're talking about the rate being in the budget. They're putting statements out about how much the rate needs to be or the price of oil for the budget versus what the budget was already presented at. And they're talking about changes 
and things going forward. So it was actually a good news day yesterday and today. It was a good creation of a vision for Iraq that they're trying to now let the people see by being transparent and giving them all the information in the pieces of the puzzle. And why are they doing that? Trying to keep them calm and say, this is what's really going on. So for the last 48 hours or 72 hours, they've been putting out their 20-year history. They've been putting out information since Saddam was overthrown, what the rates were, how their government was put together. I tell you guys in the last call, they were blaming the U.S. for their constitution, the U.S. ambassador for rushing them into doing it and leaving all these loopholes that are in there now. So they're actually saying it's his fault in the situation when they are because he didn't give them enough information or he left so many loopholes in there that have put him in the situation that they're in. But um, Sadar is still waiting. They did acknowledge, though, that the U.S. is asking them to complete their government, that they're backing the Kurds, that they're backing Sadar, but more importantly, that the U.S. want Al-Kazimi and Salah to stay in place. That's what they want, because there's been the most progress with them in place, where Iran framework leaking them want just the opposite. So that's very public of who and what wants. They are touting all of the um, changes that Al-Kazimi has made since he's been there, improvements, and a clear vision for Iraq in the future. Or well, the people want Al-Kazimi to stay there. So they're supporting him also. So that's being made very public in discussing it. They were um, talking about something will happen immediately after the end of uh, Ramadan, or EID, and not 24 hours, 48 hours. But their proposals are going to be made and decisions are going to be made and we should see changes because of, and this is ministers saying this now, because of the people. They're afraid what's going to happen with the people afterwards if they don't see progress going on. And they don't want it to get out of control and destroy everything that they've done so far. So they're saying pressure from the people may be the final piece to get this done. I think we said that about two months ago. It may come down to this, and that's what it's coming down to, how much the people are going to stand for and for how long. So when we see this in the delegation over to the U.S., and they made it very clear. They sent a huge delegation to the U.S. Treasury Department. Treasury Department to make sure they're on the same page. It says not to borrow money. Iraq does not need money from anyone. They're saying that from nobody. We want to make sure that we're on the same page with the smuggling, with the uh forgeries with the the borders. That's what they came over for, to make sure. Because that is the U.S. concern. Once the rate changes, they want to make sure all of that is stopped so Iran doesn't get all this money. Or Maliki or his followers. So um, remember the billions and billions of dollars they said were in Lebanese banks? and that anybody put it in there can forget it. They can forget it because uh, Lebanon said they were going to keep all that money that was under pseudonym names, fake names, everything else for what they're going through. The country's just going to keep it. So they weren't going to get it anyway. But today, Iraq is announcing that they have rescinded that order and have made an agreement to return all that money back to Iraq. So they're trying to work out exactly how it's going to be done, but they're saying Lebanon has agreed to return all of the stolen money 
under the fake names back to Iraq. So they know they got that future going on. So a good thing we can look at is the banking system and Goldman Sachs came out today and said that they think the price of oil will be at $130 the third and fourth quarter of this year. Third and fourth quarter. Okay, We're already in the second quarter right now. So, I mean, it's going to go up dramatically. Why do we even care about the price of oil again? Why? Because the rate's going to be higher. Because Iraq is going to have more money, not that they know what to do with, but more money that they have to do something with. So they're explaining right now the budget was submitted at it's at first forty, then fifty, which does not justify the price of a barrel of oil today. So they're saying they have to double the number in the budget or close to it, because there's no way they can do the one twelfth that they've been doing in past years. Because of all the extra money, because of the economy, because of what was owed, they could not do it at a one twelfth rate, which means they have to come out with a new rate, um, a new budget. Whether it's the new um, food law that they're trying to do right after EID or the budget, which they're trying to do both. If they do the budget, they don't have to do the food law because it's included in the budget. But if the legal scholars say they can't do the budget without a permanent government, then they're going to do the food law. But what they are doing in public is announcing over and over again that there is a new exchange rate in the budget. We just don't know what it is, and that's our only question. And we're not supposed to know until it's announced. But they're saying there is definitely a new exchange rate in the budget and it has to be based on all the money they have. And with the price of oil today, with the agreement, they figure they will make another $50 billion by the end of the year. Another $50 billion and probably by the end of the year. So there's no way, again, we know that their rate can remain the same. With all the projections and everything that they have, they have to do something sooner or later because if they're going to keep making this this transparent, putting out statements every other day about how much surplus they have, how much money, how they have to do something with it, and think the people are just going to stand by and starve while they do that, uh, I, I don't believe that's going to happen. And, and some of the ministers don't believe that's going to happen either. So they know they're definitely going to make some changes sooner rather than later. So we're actually looking really, really good as far as this coming to an end, uh, probably during the month of May, because again, once EID is over, Tadar gets back involved, he's in the power position. He can't lose either way. The framework, the independence, who side with the framework, to switch over, do what he wants, he can include them in the government, and it can all be over because the only person he doesn't want is Maliki well, and Iran. Or they can um, suspend the government, set up new elections, let al Kazimi and Selah keep doing what they're doing, and he has enough votes to do that, activate the food services law, which has the raid in it, or they can put the raid in there, and start doing some of the programs. They are talking again about the white paper, how great it was, how it was implemented, how uh, the surrounding countries or international community is supportive of it and supportive of Iraq through the white paper. The route for investments and bringing the international countries in, they said, is through the white paper. So again, Everything is moving forward. We know where it's going to go. And all we have to do is bide our time. Now, I'm not trying to give you guys the, the, you know, the roller coaster ride because right now the roller coaster is not working. 
They're being honest with us. The banks aren't predicting, aren't being told anything. There's no dates putting out, no 48 hours, 24 hours BS. This other idiot is constantly sending out, telling everybody it's going to happen and this morning and over the weekend and announcing it. None of that is happening. It's not happening here. It's not happening in the banks I talk to. It definitely is not happening in Iraq. It's not happening at the Treasury. So I'm telling you guys, it's not happening. I don't know why Mark keeps putting out this stupid mess, getting everybody all excited over nothing. When it was, when there were possibilities back in January, February 4th, when the bank was actually doing things, it made all the sense in the world. But back then, everybody thought it was going to be a smooth transition. So they was going to go put his government together, and we were going to be ready to go. That is not the case today. Now, May 15th, we may be right back to that, but not today. Because <laughs> it could happen at any moment at that time. They have an agreement in place, so they do something. And we're looking forward to that. But don't get your hopes up over the weekend, next 24 hours, 48 hours. Nobody's getting prepared for that. And trust me, if they do, I will be tweeting it out to everybody. We'll be doing a call, and we'll all get excited for the reality of it, not some BS that somebody's putting out. But anyway, it's a good news day. They are moving forward. They're saying that they're trying to make some agreements. But everybody, again, knows that Sadar is the one who's going to decide that after the 7th of May. Now, I've been saying the 12th because it's supposed to be over in they have different dates, the 7th, the 9th, whatever. I could still go with the 12th. But then we know for sure it's all over. But uh, as far as EID and um, Ramadan. But it's a good time. All right, Ray, let's get started. All right. Pam D. says, are the officials in charge of the CBI being influenced by Iran? Did that allow them to keep the stable government measurement? in a fluid state? In, in past years, they were definitely influenced by Iran. I don't think in the last year they have, um, because, again, al Kazimi put the governor of CBI in there. That's his guy now. But they were a caretaker government, so they couldn't do anything until the budget was done. And I think that's really all he's waiting for is a government a budget to be done because the money is surplus and they can't deny that the rate should be changed just based on the people starting. They can't deny that the rate should be changed because they're telling people they have too much money to do the one twelfth rule that they've been doing with every other budget because it won't justify letting them spend enough money. So something definitely has to be done this time. Is Iran trying to influence the entire country or government? Absolutely. They're still trying to make it so that the uh, banking laws don't actually get voted on and enforced because that's how they're stealing money. And they're going to continue doing that as long as they can. Every day they can do the auction, get more money, or until they make an agreement with the U.S., and we don't know where the nuclear agreement is because we're not hearing anything about it in the last two weeks. I know they're negotiating it, but we don't know where it is at this point. All right, what's next? Live callers, 754, area code, you are on. Well, oh, wait. good wait. morning. Good morning, Tony. Wait. Wait. Good afternoon, Ray. Yes, I'm okay, here today. Okay, I want you to wait, Do you hear me? Yes, I could hear you. Okay, wait before you start talking. Hold on. Okay. Got an uh, um, update from Catnet 404, and I wanted to read that out to everybody to start with. I should have did that to start with. Sorry. But anyway, she says, um, thanks for your ongoing prayers for Hal and me and Bunkers, for those who know who Bunkers is. Um, They are most appreciated. Please keep them coming. These last two weeks have been challenging, given Hal's adverse reaction to a new prescription. He had a follow-up visit yesterday morning with his cardiologist, who strongly recommended that we go immediately to the emergency room 
to expedite house getting antibiotic infusion as their blood work was showing that Hal still had some sort of infection. Because at least Hal wasn't readmitted to the hospital. Thank heaven for small favors. And uh, she wanted to pass that on to all you guys. So thank you, and she needs your continued prayers. Okay, Marjan Lady, your show. Well, praying for her and her husband. Um, I've been the cardiac route. And it is a very scary place to be, not knowing if you'll make it another week or another day. So my prayers are with her, and as is everybody else. Um, is there anything coming out from Iraq about any of the meetings going on behind closed doors? Any resolutions? Anything being said? you? No, they're, they're, they're being said, you know, I think I told you guys three weeks ago that there was supposed to be some kind of agreement that Maliki wouldn't be, oh, well, I shouldn't say agreement. They were offering it as part of the package that Maliki wouldn't be in the government and would be barred for life um, if, if Sadar was accepted. And, uh, he hasn't done that, though. I don't even know uh, they were talking to his people, not directly to him, and he's not going to make any comments anything until his 40 days are up. So even if there are, which they say they're negotiating, and when they say framework is trying to do things and having meetings, they're having meetings with their groups, and they're trying to sway more of the independents over to their side and uh, more of the corrupt uh, people that are in there with Sadar and trying to convince them to come over to their side while still saying they want Sadar and his group included, that they want them to be part of it. So there's no actual agreements planned or, okay, let's activate this on the 8th, 9th, or 10th yet, because the true discussion will not start until after EID. And what about the citizens in Iraq? Are they still out in the streets? Are they still upset or is whatever they're coming out with pacifying the citizens for now? Well, yeah, because we heard nothing about crowds yesterday or today. Nothing scheduled for this weekend. And that's why I said they're trying to be transparent. They're putting out the information. We got all this. These are things we have to do. We're trying to make it happen. And, and they're specifically saying to meet the demands of the citizens. That is part of their statement. So not yet. And that's why I said once EID is over, if something doesn't happen quickly, then we should see larger groups of citizens in the streets. Okay. And has there um, no, it's still no rates showing on the screens at the banks, correct? Yep. No rates. All right. Okay. Well, there isn't much else to ask. We've pretty much covered everything in the last 10 years, so I don't know what's left to ask. So I will say have a good weekend and let the next caller come on. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. You just said Thank you. Much you. After. We don't need another caller, do we? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I say you just said you pretty much asked everything, so we don't need any more callers, right? <laughs> I don't mean me. I just mean everybody over the years. We've pretty much gone over everything there is to go over, so there isn't much left. So I'm letting the next caller come on in case they thought of something I haven't. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. Have a All good right. weekend. And, um, it's Friday. Friday. Thank you. Uh, did you know it was My, Friday? Yes, I know it's Friday. One girl was uh, was taken to the hospital, so that's the end of the game for the week. Oh, oh sorry so to I hear. I know that. it's Friday. And Ray, right. um, our check went in the mail the uh, last Saturday, so I'm sure by now you have received it for the month. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye bye. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay. Two zero six. Two zero six. 
Greetings, Ray. Greetings, Tony. Hope you guys are all set for a fabulous weekend. Tony, my question today is... Pardon? So we are, you turn the speaker down in the back because we're here in the uh, I don't have any speaker. I'm just speaking on my phone. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm okay. getting an echo, though. Go ahead. Okay, how about you, Ray? Are you getting an echo? I hear it. Yes. Oh, oh sorry mm-hmm. about that. Well, my question is... Um, you know, we think from a Western mind and we think from our form of government, but to someone in the United States, legislation would be legislation. If a legislature can legislate one thing, they can legislate all things. So if the provisional government can legislate a food law, why couldn't it legislate a budget? Just what you're saying. That's the way we think. They're thinking, no, you can't. No, because the Constitution, the food law is a law, which is something different. The Constitution doesn't say they can't come up with any new laws. It just says they can't submit the budget, according to them. But nothing we can do about that. They're saying that the governor, I mean, the ambassador from the U.S. wrote that Constitution. He screwed it up. Okay, so now I understand that. It just seemed like it was a duh. If you can do this, why can't you do that? Now I understand. Thanks, Tony. And the other thing is, does it look like once we get past the 40 days uh, that, you know, it, it, it probably seems like um, Maliki and the framework are just talking to themselves and talking to the public because they're hoping, like you say, they can sway people. But it seemed like once the 40 days is over, Sadar can come on and all this conversation will just blow off to sea and he'll start taking action. Is that what you see happening? He'll come on with um, uh, a renewed enthusiasm. Definitely. Wait, I you got to hit him on silence because that echo is killing me. A renewed enthusiasm, definitely more uh, authority or power because he's going to say, look, I gave you guys everything you asked for. I put you in total control. You got absolutely nothing done. So now I got two options. Give me what I want or he has enough votes to do away with the parliament. And that in of itself, what might be enough to get all the independents to go to his side because they want to get their four years in. And they know with the new election, they may not even be reelected because they chose the wrong side to make it through. So that all makes sense. Well, there may be an agreement actually worked out, like I said, with the framework. Because Sadarin saying, I don't want you guys to be involved at all. That's what Malik is saying. He's saying, I'm going to give you a few seats. You're just not going to be in control. And that's what he wants. Uh, Maliki, Iran, that they still want the Shiites to be in total control and his group to be those ones. And Sadar is actually saying, no, we're going to get some other people some positions. We're actually including them and letting them make some decisions because that's what a true democracy is. And the people are seeing that. So, yeah, I think things will go a lot faster. It should, because there's only two choices after the 40 days is up. Yeah. And just then one more point on that is it sounds to me like, like always, you say nothing beats a failure but a try. If um, Sadar comes back and all of a sudden is a decisive leader, and he says, okay, guys, this is where we're going. This is the play. Let's go run it. Those independent people are probably going to be real excited about following a leader. That's, that's, I, that's, I'm over and out, but it, I just really believe from all that you said that Sadar is, is going to go right down the field to the end zone as soon as this 40 days is over. It sounds like it. It's what should happen. The U.S. is letting us know that they're fully backing him, but so are the surrounding countries. 
They're backing him and they're backing the white paper. And that's the only way the investors are going to get in. The only way change is going to occur. The only way they're going to go from a rentier uh, government or country to a private mobilized country is for Sadar to put the government in that he wants that includes Al-Kazim and Selah so they can move forward. And everybody knows that. All right, thank you, sir. All right, Ray, who's next? All right, 972, you're on. Hey there, Danny in Dallas. I'm next. I'm next. Hey, sir. Yep, just me. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, must be Danny. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, well, I've, I've already been under a house. I need to go back under a house, and I don't have any significant questions right now, and I don't want to disappoint Ray, you know, just one of those things. But it is Friday. <laughs> we are, we're a whole lot closer than we have been. I looked at the uh, at, at the maps and, uh, at, about Ramadan, just a general stuff out of Google, that it ends on May the 1st, and then Eid ends on May the 2nd. But you've, you've mentioned several other days there, and I, I assume we should plan on the longer rather than the shorter. Is it still, Tony, a possibility that they will finish this work before the end of Ramadan? I know we, we were allowing for more, but is, is there still a, a possibility of finishing before Ramadan ends? I don't think there is, okay? Just okay. simply by okay. what they're saying. Even though they're offering Sadar different stuff, it's not what he actually wants all the way. So he's not accepting it. And he's saying he's not going to say anything to his 40 days are up. So I don't see it ending unless they just quit, walk away, say, okay, Sadar, do what you want. And he can go in and get it started. But that's not going to happen because they're fighting for their lives. But I didn't tell you guys, put out a list today of 62 people who were either arrested or given a summons. And some of them were active ministers, active governors, past governors, past council members, and past ministers. So al is doing just what he said, just what Siddhar wants. Well, I'm going to rescue you guys. We're getting all of you, and we haven't stopped just because of this. So Maliki has to be looking at that. His guys have to be looking at that and wondering where they are on that list. So they are going to fight to the end, and I expect them to fight to the end. Okay, well, that that makes sense. Um, As soon as he – well, he's already locked up what he wants to happen. It's just a matter of time. So that uh, that get, he's he's in the catbird seat, he'll control it. So we should we should not expect it to happen too soon, and uh, keep making plans for that that uh, I guess the the end of the game about the middle of May. All right, I'm good with that. I'm gonna get back under the house. All right. Here. Thank All you, right, sir. sir. See you later. All right now. Bye bye. Three six zero. Good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. How you doing, sir? Hey, man. How you doing? Happy yeah, sir. To the empty greet. And yourself. Hey, I, I was wondering, gosh, I hope that uh, Danny hasn't totally got away, because he said Jupiter, Venus, Mars, and Mercury? The four the planets, the four planets that lined up, did he remember that? I remember him talking about it on the last call. And then after right. somebody sent it to me, because there's a fifth planet too, but go ahead. No, that's what I was just, that, that had nothing to do with what I was wondering about. But, um, oh. I guess my my question still is kind of, it seems to want to take me back to the Kurds. And because I see where the, the uh, Syrian Kurds are now getting bombed and they're mad at the Iraqi Kurds because they think that they're not putting the clamp on Turkey fast enough. Is that, Tony, any news from any of your guys about any movement in how Kurdistan is presenting this thing or what they're hoping to gain by holding out until they get what they want? Or Okay. 
So are we talking about the Turkey, Kurdistan, Syria thing, or are we talking about the RV? No, 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 the RV. Oh, okay. So that, that's um, relative to what's going to happen with the government, right? Right. So, again, some of the ministers are putting out statements. This could all be over if Kurdistan would just come to an agreement on their portion because they control the president of the republic, and that's the first mm-hmm. thing that has to happen. Regardless of what Maliki and Sadar are doing, Kurdistan has to come to an agreement first. And they're saying if they just came to an agreement and let things be as they were, even though the numbers have flip-flopped, then this could be over. As soon as Selah's back in there, he's going to appoint who he wants to the government, and then it's a whole different situation. And that's what they're talking about. Is Kurdistan going to do that, though? Is the Democratic uh, Party of Kurdistan, EPK, going to do that? You want to do that? Well, they haven't done it yet because both of them still think their big guy is going to win, Maliki or Sadar, and they're going to be able to get what they want. Right. So I I, I don't know that it's going to change again until after EID and they see that it flip-flops and they say, okay, the people in the streets, the people are mad, we'll give it up this time. And we'll go after doing the next election and see what happens. And maybe change some rules in the four-year period of time, which is what they're talking about doing. Right, right. Okay. Well, um, that's all I got. Have a great weekend, you two. Right, sir. All right, thank you, sir. Appreciate you. All right. Wait, is Mother's Day Sunday? Is this Sunday? All right, go ahead, Ray. 610, Erico, you're on. Yeah, I guess it is. The 24th is Mother's Day. Good afternoon, oh, no, Ray. My... Hey, good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, hey man, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic. Oh, oh, gentlemen, it is another dynamite, super sunny day in the northeastern part of the country. 75 sunny degrees. We're going to take this day. This is beautiful. Ooh, man. This sounds beautiful. All right. All right. Here we go. Long version, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your check and money order made payable to Raymond Renfro. P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit or debit card information. Type in your name. After you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number in that same block. Again, Ray uses this information to track those payments as they come in. So again, to donate electronically, Go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click 
click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit or debit card information. In that block where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. That helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you have typed in your credit or debit card information, at the bottom of the page is that send payment key. After you have clicked on that send payment key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT blog talk radio show. This way, you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and rally, rally, rally. So I can come join you and enjoy some of that good homestyle North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite weekend. All right. Thank you, right, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. As always. You're very, Let me very say welcome. this real quick, right? Before we go on. Uh, all right. Thanks, G-Man. Guys, I, I really, really, really. Okay, so I love the fact that we started the call at 10 o'clock on Wednesday. And I would like to go back to starting at 10 o'clock every day so we can get more people in or get it done with earlier, whichever way you guys decide. But at 10 o'clock, exactly 50 donations we did at 10 o'clock. And we've never had more $5 donations than we got today, which doesn't matter because we were getting it in. But 50 and that's why we got to start late. I don't care if you're going to do $5. I don't care if everybody gets $5. I mean, I want you to do more. But I like to start the call on time. I, I like for us to get that part in there. And then let G-Man come on and, and do his thing. Unless you guys want me to bring G-Man on at 10 minutes before the call. Anyway, G-Man, I was just joking. Anyway, if there's a way for us to get it done, let's get it done. If not, we'll do what we do. All right, Ray, let's go on to the next one. Two eight one area code. You are on. Well, hello there, Ray and Tony. How you guys doing today? I'm super fantastic. How you doing? I'm good. I can't complain. I ain't gonna do any good to complain. Just gotta roll with the punches, you know. There you go. You see that car pull up? It says animal cruelty on it. You know to start running. But go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> and you just zip for one. Steve Texas alone. What kind of foolishness? We all don't ride animals down here. That's just some crazy ones. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Well, some of my questions have been answered, but I do have one. So, since when does Iraq care about the people and the rioting and all of this foolishness that they could possibly do if they don't seat this government and change this race? Since when have they worried about that? <laughs> I mean, 
right now. Seriously, right now is the first time with Al Kazimi in charge is the first time anybody's actually been looking out for the people. That's what the whole fight is about. He changed the culture so far. He came up with the white paper that was directly solely at the people, jobs, education, food, economy, not about getting the rich richer. It was the first thing that even mentioned 27 fake banks stopping the smuggling going on at the borders, anything else. So this is their moment in history, and that's what those who believe, even like Shadar is saying, guys, this isn't about us anymore. It's about the people. It's about the country. You know, stole hundreds of billions of dollars. When is enough enough? And -hmm. that's what it's really about. So this is the first time, and they're acknowledging if they don't do it now, it may not ever happen. It may be another 20 years. Right now, if they don't get this through, then they're saying the experiment with democracy, just like they're saying we still have here in the U.S., we're still experimenting with it. But they're going to be able to say it failed. The Constitution wasn't put together right. The votes didn't really count. Now, the people don't believe in the government. Democracy is over. The people have to rise up again, and we've got to do it all over again, and it'll be different. And, you know, it's very interesting because, you know, you have all these other countries waiting on Iraq because they want to come in and invest. And I'm not sure if some, some of those countries have already started their investments and all this kind of stuff and whatever contracts or whatever. But after a while, people do get tired of waiting because of Iraq shenanigans over there, and they're not getting this stuff done. So we know that Iraq is the centerpiece of all of this, but let's just say they, will, they can't seem to get it together over there. There will be no way for the other countries to go move forward with whatever rates and things that they uh, have in in progress for their country to change, there would be no way no. for it to get done. Mm-hmm. No way for it to be done as a GCR, Great Currency Reset, because mm-hmm. all the numbers are based on Iraq. Any individual country to go and reset their rate or value if they can justify it, but most of mm-hmm. them can't. Okay, mm-hmm. but through the Paris Agreement, through everybody together doing a currency reset, it's easy for everybody to justify because they're all part of the formula. So what we're looking for, no, cannot happen. The rest of those countries, they're fine the way they are. They were just going to take mm-hmm. advantage of a global currency reset. That That's all. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. struggling for Venezuela. It's going to be Venezuela regardless. Uh, you know, except for what their government is going to, but their currency is changing by what they did in the Paris Agreement, not by what their country themselves is doing. So mm-hmm. this, regardless what anybody else tells you, China's demanding that anybody else cannot happen until it happens in Iraq. Mm. Well, I guess we will see if they, you know, seat this government because it seems like that's what everything is dependent on is the sitting of this government and then it seems like at that time you know I guess we will see things move forward or hopefully anyway so it should be interesting to see what these next two to three weeks bring us you know if they change it and then they actually go out and seat the government first and then see if the rate changes so we'll see okay well those yep. are my questions Tell, like the king always says, time will tell. So we'll wait another, what, two weeks? Almost? Yeah, I guess. Yep, we're coming down to it right now. Yeah. So, I mean, right. something will change after that point. So, yeah. All right. Have a great weekend. All right. Thank you. Thank you. you guys too. All right. Thanks for what you do. Bye-bye. Bye. 214. Area code, you are on. Hey, Tony. Hey, Ray. Hey. I've been a lurker for most of the time and been with you all 
been with you all since um oh since the hot dog days and the three ministers and all that stuff that's going on and I've noticed that Iraq typically recycles their excuses and I'm not a hundred percent convinced that we're waiting on the G O I only. But regardless, I saw something that happened a couple of weeks ago and I haven't been listening as to all the to all your shows like I like I used to, but when when Russia invaded your, uh, Ukraine, the world devaluated their ruble, and it went from roughly 77 rubles to a dollar up to 135, 140. Then Putin went to the gold standard as far as his, his when he sold his oil, he said Russia's oil can only be bought by gold or with rubles, and the price went back down to 77 or so. You see that as maybe some foreshadowing of how the RV would work, or do you think he'd let the cat out of the bag about what was forthcoming or something like that? I'd just like to hear what your opinion is on that, because I I thought that was quite interesting, and I haven't heard you address that. No, um, I don't. So here's the thing about any country's valuation of their currency. Now, the fact that he wanted everybody to use rubles. Countries have already denied that, so they're not doing that. So we don't have to worry about it. If they're using gold, okay. But remember, even when Saddam was in charge, the rate to the U.S. dollar for the Iraqi dinar was 322. But that was only his rate because nobody else recognized it. So they're like, you have whatever rate you want, but nobody else in the other country is recognizing that rate. The difference now is going to be international, and everybody is going to recognize it. Does what's going on in Ukraine influence the global economy? Absolutely. I mean, because Russia produces so much oil. But it's to our favor. It's why the price of oil has gone up so much and why they expect it to go up even more. It's to Iraq's favor. Because they're saying even though they have an agreement with OPEC, how much oil they'll put out, the last three, four quarters of this year, they're going to put out additional barrels of oil, which means their revenue is going to grow even more. So if Putin is doing anything, he's advancing us to a position where Iraq has no choice because of the value and the surplus of cash that they're going to have. It was going to happen anyway, supposedly at the $80, $90 rate for, uh, for oil, but now it's going to be 110 120 by the time it happens, which means our base rate to be over the 361 could be 5 $6, and people have more opportunity to just go in without the contract rate. So I don't think it's hampering us at all. It's forcing people to make decisions, even though the Russia-Ukraine war is going on. Because the price going up, they have to do something. It's not stopping them. It's not doing what the pandemic did, causing oil to go down where nobody can react or stop countries. It's actually enhancing them. So war is never a good thing. People dying is never a good thing. But it is causing its revaluation to increase, not decrease. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate all the time and effort that you do, and I'll try to stay on top of the calls better. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. Well, that was the last one. No other hands are up. Ask oh. questions. Okay. Well, guys, even though we're right at this stall point, uh, actually it's a good point because more and more information is coming out to the people. The vision is becoming clear of what they're trying to do when they're trying to do it. We just have to bide our time. And we're closer to that reality coming in right now at this time. So stay focused. Stay in tune. 
Go through your plan, knowing that it's coming. Go through your exchange plan. Go through your future plan. And be ready to go so you don't have to get ready. All right? Do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. And trust me, if it's one thing you can depend on, if you're a TNT member, anyway, if the banks get any notification, if the banks are on standby alert or the uh, numbers pop on the screen, you will be notified by TNT. All right? Enjoy your weekend, folks. All right, Rick. All right. Okay, folks, that's going to do it for us for this week. Time to get the weekend started. So keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire. It's gonna get better. 
to the conference, press star. This session is no longer being recorded. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Enjoy your weekend. We are out of here.